Welcome back to another episode of the Cruise Conversations podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Michael. And today's episode is episode number 29, and we're going to be discussing the wave season, what it is, and how to select the perfect cruise for you. Let's jump into it. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode. We're going to start today with some cruise news here at the start. Frank, some big news about these rubber ducks on the ships on Man, Disney. You know, I... I've never been on a Disney cruise, but when I read that, I was a little discouraged. I don't know how many people out there that listen to the podcast have participated in the duck hunt. We actually brought some new cruisers on to the birthday cruise. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Joe. I don't know if Joe listens regularly, but uh, we found some ducks. We were on the, we were actually riding like the carousel okay. and we spotted a duck and he like went up and grabbed it and we had a lot of fun with it. And I think we're going to try to hide some ducks on our next cruise, but yeah, into the news, Disney pretty much says that they're discouraging, not, they're saying they're not discouraging fun, but they're discouraging <laughs> the hiding of ducks in public places. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I've never, I've been on a lot of cruises. The last one was the most fun we've had with the ducks, but it's definitely a little, little sad, you know, like it's kind yeah. of fun. Find It's always fun finding them, you know? I was about to say, I know my first cruise post the pandemic, I feel like was the first time I really started to see them on the ships as well. And then my cruise this past year, I was the only one that didn't find them. It was kind of sad. Everyone else, I think, in my family ended up finding some. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, here's a duck for you, Michael. I was like, thank you. But they're pretty sophisticated now. Like if you're oh, listening yeah. and you don't know what the duck thing is, you can like scan the QR code and then you can see like wh who else has found that duck. And so sometimes you have like a second hand, third hand duck yeah. that's been like all over the country or all over the world even. And cause these ships are moving around. Like it's not just always in the Caribbean. So maybe you put one on in the Caribbean ends up in Europe. I mean, that's kind of, it's kind of a cool little game. Yeah. But I say there's Facebook groups for them that people post their photos and where they found them and all that. So yeah, you know, if there was any line I would have guessed would like, discourage at first disney was not on my list i would imagine it'd be like prince like some like upscale kind of like uh more adults only do we think people on princess and celebrity and all that hide ducks probably not probably not no maybe it's just more of a carnival royal but maybe disney, it's Norwegian. getting out of hand on disney like i know you know what i'm saying like maybe the fact that it's disney a lot of people are doing it with their kids disney and, ducks yeah and so there's just a lot more because I feel like on Royal, you know, you still have, and on Carnival, you still have a decent amount of adults in their 20s and their 30s that probably aren't going to be as interested in it versus Disney is a lot, it's pretty much designed for family. So maybe it's just an overload of ducks, you know, and they're going duck hunting on that cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're just, they maybe it's just too much trash that they're fine. I don't know. But at the end of the day, it's a sad piece of news that, you know, if you're wanting to book a Disney cruise and have a little fun with a little, little duck hunt, now uh, you're not going to be able to do so as easily. Our next piece of news actually comes from Royal Caribbean. You know, we've mentioned in the past kind of the rumors of a smaller ship class possibly coming in the future. And it sounds like the CEO, Michael Bailey, had posted a comment on Facebook this week kind of saying, kind of admitting, yes, like it's a, a newer ship class is in the works and that there's a chance they may announce something this year. Frank. Yeah. He, you know, he pretty much said, I don't know if he said it, you know, outwardly but he was like you know it's definitely going to be that smaller kind of discovery class is what they're calling it for now we don't know if that's officially what they're going to name it but project discovery is that what they said so it, it's exciting i think you know he mentioned the fact that serenade is you know on a 274 whatever it's a long Late journey world cruise yeah, yeah yeah they're on the world cruise so nothing's going to happen overnight it sounds like but 
within the next couple of years, we're going to start seeing, you know, the older Royal Caribbean ships, you know, replaced with a newer. And hopefully they listen to our recent episode where we talked about our dream, how we would design and use some of the areas that are on there today to redesign a smaller ship. But if they didn't, you know, they still have time. It sounds like it's not going to happen anytime soon, but, you know, still really exciting. And I think we've seen some really cool things on these bigger ships, but it, just having smaller ships that can go to some awesome ports. Exactly. I wonder how that's going to impact the pricing, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing, because you got to... I haven't like looked at like the entire route this world cruise is doing, but his post did mention like, Hey, like you look at that cruise, it is going to a bunch of new ports. And that's the thing as ships have gotten larger over the years, there's been a lot of places that probably either ships had gone to in the past or just never really had the chance to, by the time they started making these things bigger. So it'll, like you said, it'll be neat to kind of see how pricing kind of does play a role in that. My guess is if it's more like a remote location or depending on, where it's sailing out from. Yeah, it may affect it a little, but I don't know. It'd be cool, especially if there's just some places down in the Caribbean on our side of the country that ships really haven't hit. Yeah, or, you know, he's talking about the World Cruise, which makes me think, again, this is just speculation, but what if they did have, like, a World Cruise going year-round where you can hop on and they can sell segments where it's, like, two-week segments or a month segment, and you can just do, like, Asia for a month or, you know, the, the Mediterranean for a month. And I'm not sure how they're going to end up doing it, but that would be a really cool concept on a smaller ship where, like you said, take advantage of it. And they, I mean, this thing is blowing up and that's probably why Michael Bailey is mentioning like everyone are, is sending us like weekly videos from TikTok or Instagram, just talking about the world cruise. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're in the same boat as us because you like cruise content. So you're probably getting them on your feed but it just, it looks awesome. I still go back to, that's a long time. <laughs> that's a long time. I would love to see how they're rotating like the, the menus on board. Like, are they changing yeah. it up? You know, how is the dining? Everyone seems to say the food's been good. I mean, no one said anything negative. And that's the thing. If you're on the ship and you just happen to come across this podcast, send us a DM on Instagram because we'd love to have you on here to talk <laughs> yeah. about it. I want to pick your brain. So, <laughs> so that's also, and then all, you know, shifting away from, from the world cruise news. Another thing that Royal Caribbean has going on this week is the icon of the seas is going to be arriving to Miami for the first time. So it's oh, been yeah. finishing in, up the transatlantic. Yeah. It's been in Ponce, Puerto Rico for the last couple of days as we're recording this, just to do some final technical testing and then they're going to be moving that over to Miami. I think they're going to start running some media cruises, travel agents getting on board to test out things. So I think the first inaugural sailing is until later in January, but they're getting it over there. And I'm sure the content's been great. I mean, we've been sending each other yeah. tons and I'm trying not to like overwhelm our Instagram with just like every single video that comes out about Icon, but the drinks that have been teasing, like some of the venues, uh, the Empire Eats, uh, restaurant Empire no. Supper Club. Empire Supper Club. Thank you. So they they've been teasing that as well as Jazz and Blues, the eighteen hundred Lobby Bar, uh, which they have a cool little Easter egg for the Rising Tide drink that that looks nice awesome. Little homage. Yeah, it. I mean, overall, I'm pumped that I'm booked. I locked in. I feel like a really good price on it, and yeah, and now it's outrageous. If you want to book, yeah, the, the Star of the Seas or the Icon, it's like you're looking at four thousand dollars for two people. 
It's it's insane. And that's the thing you mentioned, like all the content that hasn't put out. All that content so far is just content Royals put out. So like you said, some of these cruises coming up that may have travel agents and social media and all that on, probably about to get a lot more content too before the inaugural. So it'd be cool just to continue to follow along with all of it. And then, you know, you have the vloggers on there vlogging and I, don't, I love following all of it. So I'm excited to see it. I, don't, I remember we both have followed like Chris Wong. He actually yeah. is like an, an employee of Royal Caribbean. And so... This past week, I was looking at his YouTube channel, and if you haven't, if you don't follow him, check him out. He he gives a lot of like exclusive behind the scenes content uh, for all of the ships. But he was pretty much saying on Icon, he's like not allowed to show anything right now. Like, uh, yeah. can't show any of the spaces because they're really trying to keep it kind of to the Instagram, to the you know, to their social media that Royal Caribbean owns. So as soon as, like you said, as soon as they start getting people on there, I'm sure they'll still have some rules on it, but we'll start to see more and more content come out and. Yeah, just it seems like it's like a totally different ship. Based on what he said, it took him a minute to like figure it out to like understand how to get around the ship because it's just a different setup completely than what the Oasis class looked like. So that's what I'm mostly excited about is just having like a fresh start and completely different ship. All right, so moving into our main topic today, talking about wave season. You know, Frank, we're past Black Friday. We made it through Christmas. We're in the new year now. Yeah, and this is our first recorded episode of 2024. The other ones we had to do just with our travel, our schedules with the holidays, we actually recorded in 2023. So, hey, we made it. We're here, 2024, fresh year. It's pretty exciting. And like you mentioned, the wave season, you know, is where it's amongst us. So they really considered... January through March as the wave season. If you're hearing this for the first time, the cruise lines, this is their time to really carry over the deals from Black Friday into the new year to try to fill up the remaining of the berths. Honestly, if you think about it from a business standpoint, it's probably going to be better deals now than it would have been, you know, in the the holiday season because everyone's trying to give gifts and you know, you know, give out cruises or finalize their holiday plans and, you know, gift that to someone where this is more out of like a necessity, right? Like they're doing this because they have extra rooms. People are also in the mindset of trying to, you know, plan their year. I know we're in that spot too. We're trying to plan plan our trips out. You just have, you know, reset on your PTO. How do you want to use that PTO? And hopefully all, all these cruise lines are hoping that you decide to, you know, book a cruise with that. So yeah, that's kind of a little background on wave season and, you know, hopefully, hopefully there's some good deals. We'll take a look at that on today's episode and kind of talk through what those opportunities look like. Yeah. So kind of going into that, like we said, the main things cruise lines are pretty much doing here is like we said, the deals and discounts, running different promos, and sometimes they'll throw on different freebies pretty much on top whether it's onboard credit or rolling in things like wi-fi or drink packages etc yeah and you know it's also a really cheap time to to travel you know school just kind of went back i know my family's going on wonder the seas this week and we were looking and it was they got a really great deal on a suite on wonder the seas and it it's because it's you know the beginning of the year it was also a casino booking but the upgrade <laughs> the upgrade cost was wasn't too bad and you know we were able to get them on there but it's, you know, January, February, March, until you get into the spring break time, it's typically a lower demand. I think also people are like freaked out thinking, oh, it's super cold. And, you know, I think that's the best reason to book. You get out yeah. of the cold and go down to the beach. I mean, yeah, it's not going to be 90 degrees, but 
shoot. Yeah, 60s, 70s, 80s is better it's than... It's going to be nice, especially if you're going down to like the, the Caribbean, right? Like, you know, St. Martin, St. Thomas, or if you're going all the way down to the Southern Caribbean, the weather's going to be great and you can escape, you know, if you're in Chicago, if you're in the Midwest, <laughs> up on Northeast, it's going to be cold this time of year. There's a lot of snow this time of year, so it's a good way to escape that weather and get somewhere tropical, hopefully at a low price. So I think for, again, like Michael mentioned, today's episode, we're going to give some deals and then we're going to talk through how we normally you know evaluate all this information and decide because we're in the same boat where you know we've got a couple cruises over the next you know 16 18 months that we're trying to book for ourselves for our friends for our family so we wanted to kind of talk through and give some tips on that as well so the first cruise line i want to take a look at today is celebrity cruises and what they're offering this wave season for them, if you're booked by April 1st, you're going to be taking up to 75% off that second guest in your stateroom. So if you end up booking with a non-refundable deposit, you're going to take 75% off. And if you're booking with a refundable deposit, you're going to save 50% on that second guest. But then also, based on the days of the week you book, they're doing some extra bonus savings. So if you end up booking a Friday to Monday, they're taking up to $200 off per stateroom. And then this is going to be dependent on the type of stateroom category you select. So if you plan on staying in an inside or ocean view stateroom, you're going to take $100 off. And then if you're going to be in a veranda or up, they're taking $200 off. But then for this month in January, they're also doing some bonus offers on from Wednesday to Thursday. And this is going to be onboard credit added to your account. So either $100 or $200 based on that same stateroom categories above. So you're going to get $100 of onboard credit if you're in an inside or ocean view. And then $200 if you're in the veranda or up. But there you're not saving that money. So you see there are different days of the week. So the one goes Friday to Monday, and then the other is Wednesday to Thursday. But me personally, I'd probably just book the Friday to Monday and just save that extra money up front. Yeah, I think that's it's definitely interesting. Uh, the next one that we wanted to talk about is the Virgin Voyage. They're calling it their wave offer. This one goes through the end of January. I'm sure they'll extend it. Maybe they'll lower some of the numbers on here they're reading off. But this one at least is through the end of this month. They're doing up to $600 off in free drinks. But remember, Michael, we talked about this one last yeah. year. They've unfortunately reduced it. So seven nights is only 300 And then if you do 14 nights or longer, you get a $600 drink credit. So which they again, cut that in half Yeah, when you so, look at it. You know, you got to trust us, people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I mean, if you really are looking, we don't know how long they're going to continue. I think this is really just because they are a new cruise line and because their drink their drink package thing is so different than other cruise lines. They don't yeah. have the, the traditional drink package. So they're trying to incentivize you, you know, per cabin, here's $300, here's $600. But yeah, if you want to take advantage of that, uh, let us know and we can help you kind of look through that. Yeah. And that's the thing with that one too. I mean, I know all the last year and for a while, it was like that $600 uh, bar tab you got for seven day cruises. And I know they said they were dropping it down. So like we said, it, I mean, it may end up going the whole rest of the year, but as part of the wave, because I know the wave deal too, what we said, you mentioned 70% off, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. not yet. But yeah, that is the other thing, right? So I just started with the with the drinks. Yeah. They are doing 70% off the second sailor for every cabin. So that's what would more than likely change then in the future, yep. dropping that amount. And then last but not least, we wanted to look at what Princess is offering for this wave season. They're offering 40% off cruise fares with a free room upgrade, plus your third and fourth guests sail free on select voyages. And then you have the options to add Princess Plus for your beverages, gratuity, Wi-Fi. But this one too, I mean, 
that's a good bit off the cruise fare. And like I said, if you have third and fourth guests too, sailing free, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you're just paying like taxes on them. So that's great. We haven't talked too much about, about princess. I think we'll, we'll definitely hit more of that this year, but you know, that is definitely one of the premier cruise lines when it comes to going to Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. yeah. They really put a lot into that market, not only just advertising and marketing, but when it comes to their ships and deployment and the ports that they visit and itineraries, they've got some of the best itineraries for Alaska. So if you want to go to Alaska, look at princess as an option for sure. So Michael, let's talk through, I know we kind of hit three, three options. I know there's yep. going to be more that come out. We'll try to post those on our Instagram as well. And so look out for more deals as they come out. Cause there's a couple more cruise lines that we we haven't seen anything quite yet, but we know it's coming. So, Michael, let's talk a little bit about just how we go about booking or how do we go about deciding what cruise we want to take? You know, we've got we kind of put some dates out there and we're thinking about maybe, you know, doing a cruise later this year. How how do you think we typically go about that? Frank, such a loaded question there. <laughs> you know, when I think of myself planning cruises, I mean, there's a good amount that goes into it. I mean, it's you're planning a sometimes you're like your big vacation for the year. Yeah. You, you know, when I, when I'm planning mine, I look at like the PTO I have left. Right. I, I'm not one to really sail around holidays. I feel like that's probably much more families with kids. Cause you know, kids are out of school. They're not really missing many extra days. Also so expensive. I know. Yeah. For, yeah. So that kind of plays in the next part price, but kind of before price kind of figuring out where I want to go. Right. Whether it's the Caribbean, most time it's been the Caribbean. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, my wife really does want to go to Alaska within the next year or two. So I have been looking at that as well. I'm like looking at prices out there. Didn't really make sense to go this year because prices were just super expensive for Alaska this year. But then kind of once figuring out where I want to go, then kind of breaking it down to whatever cruise line I want to sail on or the ship. And then obviously pricing kind of rolls up all into that as well. As And like I said, you're looking at a lot, then you're looking at onboard amenities and food. And yeah. so it's, it's, a, it's a lot to consider. And how many like, yeah, onboard credit, like it's not just the price, but it's what are the other perks that they're throwing in? Mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot of like the all inclusive model right now, like celebrities doing the all in, you get Norwegian. the basic drink Norwegian. Yeah. So it, that all plays into the, you know, into the equation of, yeah. And even some of these ships, right. Have more free. We talked about the carnival, the Royal debate, right? So carnival has, a little, you know, more free dining options than Royal. And we, we, we went through that last week, but you know, that's something to think about is once I get on the Royal ship, if I want to do a nicer dinner, I may have to pay a little bit more. Or if I want something that's not just a buffet style, then I may have to, you know, pay extra. So that's also part of it for me, at least like, and then the entertainment, like you mentioned, like the yeah. ship and the offerings, cause it's what shows do I want something like, who am I going with? Right. And then that kind of is like, what shows do I want to see? you know, do I want one that has the ice show or do, do I not care? Right. Do I want to try a new cruise line? I know we talked about trying new cruise lines this year and, you know, trying to at least feature more of those on the podcast. But that's something that goes through my mind too, is virgins out there and we haven't sailed on virgin yet, but is it worth an extra, is it worth the extra money or, you know, do I want to kind of save money on, on my next cruise? So. Yeah, exactly. All good points there. So, you know, kind of when you're looking at it at the end, like we said, you're kind of, you're really examining when can you sail, where you're trying to sail to, your cruise line, your budget are all kind of just like the big things you should really be looking at when 
trying to figure out your upcoming cruise and getting it booked. Yeah. So, hey, before we wrap up this week's episode, I do want to say we've got some really exciting episodes coming up. We do. I know this was a bit of a shorter one. We did that intentionally. Last week was a longer episode. So thanks for <laughs> bearing with us as we did that one. But, you know, we were originally going to, sp- we were thinking about splitting it. We just said, you know what, we'll put it all out there. We'll keep this week a little shorter. And then we do have some some awesome interviews coming up. So be on the lookout for those. We'll, we'll make sure we post on Instagram to remind you, but stay tuned because we've got, you know, over the next couple of months, some really great interviews across different cruise lines that Michael and I yeah. haven't yet been exposed to. So we're excited to bring those, uh, those itineraries and, and those um, features to the podcast. So stay tuned for that. And if you heard anything today and you want us to pull any pricing, you know, we'd love to do that for you. Make sure there's a lot of travel agent exclusive deals that we didn't want to mention because not everyone uses a travel agent. But if you're willing to give us a chance, we could throw on some additional onboard credit, free specialty dining. There's a lot of different perks that you get with booking with a travel agent. So reach out, reach out to us. We've got the link in the description of this podcast. We'd love to, to work with you on that. And make sure you've got your cruises booked for this year. Yeah. And as always, if you have any questions for the podcast, we'd love to answer them. Just make sure to send us a DM on Instagram and we'll answer them here on an upcoming episode. As always, have a great week and we'll see you back here next Wednesday.